We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Bad Life Choices and End Up Titans fans. This is uh, the first episode for the 2023 season. Gents, welcome back. Uh, Happy New Year and uh, all that jazz. And how have you all been? How how was your uh, time off there, Anthony? Yeah, not too bad. Um, Yeah, working in accommodation. Didn't get too much time over Christmas off, but uh, got Christmas Day, the main one, to to feed the face a little bit and and, uh, have a bit of a nap in the RV. So... Um, but yeah, no, it was pretty good. Footy wise, off season was pretty short because of the World Cup. So, um, yeah, can't believe we're already in bloody March. It's it's mental. Yeah, it is. It is. Tommy, how are you going, mate? Yeah, really good. Thanks. Uh, been pretty much the same old, same, same old from last year, really. Yeah, study, study, study. Study, yeah, yeah pretty much. Have it yourself, Matty. Yeah, good man. I've had a really good break. Um, yeah, nah, just just enjoyed it, kicking off the year really well, and uh, just positive vibes only this year. So the Titans better not fucking change that. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah, don't put that bad juju in the world. No, 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 mate. That's positive vibes. <laughs> Dairy Queen all the way. So yeah, yeah, that's we're it. all good. Oh, good. But nah, I mean, how could you not be positive after the trials? You know, there's a couple of good trials there, and the young guns showing up against against the Bronx, and and the and the A team just just sort of having their way with with the Dolphins. So it was uh, a pretty good pretty good uh, warm up, I guess. And even though Justin said himself it was their only trials, the big dance starts this week. But it was just nice to nice to see what's happening. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good from both trials, as you said. The uh, it's hard to take much away from trials completely, um, especially the first one. It's sort of mostly young kids in the second half, but um, yeah. yeah, still still positive signs. I think the biggest, obviously, Lofi Khan Pereira. He was uh, unbelievable. Um, yeah, scored what six tries over the two trials. So, well, probably five and a half. I don't know about that last one. Against the Broncos, no. we'll take it. Definitely <laughs> a try. <laughs> we'll give it to the kid. He bloody deserves <laughs> it. So, um, but yeah, him, him and uh, Jojo on the wings, uh, both very good. Uh, I thought Jolliffe was good in both trials. He was just a, a workhorse. Um, and yeah, other than that, I think uh, Joe Stimson surprised me a little bit. In both trials, he was uh, he was pretty strong as well. But um, I suppose the uh, Big talking point for a young kid too, the uh, Kino Kini. Um, yeah, you boys pretty impressed with his uh, showing? Yeah, I thought he was um, 
like that that trial against the Broncos, I thought he was just he was just electric. And to be honest, when you said it was just the young kids in the second half, it was the second half where they turned it on. Uh, I didn't really care for Reese Walsh having his way with us at the start, but they got a little bit lucky. They got a uh, was it a trip against who got tripped? It was um, Jaden Campbell got tripped. Yeah, and then they yeah. go and score two by straight away, like. Yeah, I know it's only a trial. It doesn't really matter. But if that was if that was real season, like that's that's blow up material. So, but anyway, uh, it was a good little fight back, and the kids showed really well. They showed up towards the end, and um, it's sort of yeah, like Keeney, as you said, mate. Joey Stinson was great. I think for both the trials, I think he's been really good. Um, Keeney was great. Um, uh, Lofi obviously was just. He's, he's going to be a gun, and um, just yeah, happy that we didn't have any injuries. And four four and looked good. Everyone's accommodations looked good. I'm just excited, been here before, ready to get hurt again. Hey, Amen. <laughs> Tommy, what was your takeaway from the trials? Oh, you boys pretty much covered it. Um, I'm just like with it. Like we said with the Brisbane game, I wonder if it was, you know, just some of the guys who might not be in our first squad for most of the year get their chance to show it. And then, you know, second game against the Dolphins was a lot more to take out of it. Um, but, yeah, just looking on here with um, Jolof, who rightfully has earned himself the starting spot this weekend. In the Brisbane game, he he had 17 runs for 213 metres. Whoa. Oh, really? And yeah. yeah, he had a big outing against the Broncos in the first trial. And then in the second game, he had 13 runs for 139 metres. So wow. he's come with a point to prove to Justin. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that this, with him starting, is a sign that these guys are going to be taught, you know, you've got to play good football to want to start this year, you know. And yep. I think that's a big indication of Joel starting because I had Fodder Waker starting. But, um, yeah, like you said, with Khan Pereira, you know, six tries in the trials and could have had another two, I think, in, from the Brisbane game. But, you know, he's got to be great. Um Kieran Foran, just want to quickly touch on him. Like, he only had a very few t- limited touches in the first half, but you can tell how much of a difference there is between someone like Kieran Foran and uh, gets to say, like Jamal Fogarty. Like, you can see such a big difference in class just from the very few touches Foran had in the trial. Like, he, he's got a big year for the club, I think, and uh, Varela's same thing, best nine we've had in some year. And um, we just, I can't get over it. We just look so much better in a Dolphins trial. And it, it's hard not to give yourself that big bit of um, false hope since, you know, we did so well in the trials. But at the same time, it was just good to see us play good football. I agree, and I think it's probably a good opportunity to go through the ins and outs for the year now. So we will have a look at the 2023 losses. Permanent SA, SA to the 
Uh, Asako to the Dolphins, Lasoni to Leeds, Masters to Huddersfield, Marju to the Knights, sorry, uh, Trent, and Proctor to Wake, Will Smith to the Tigers, <laughs> Corey Thompson retired, uh, Paul Turner just recently to the Dragons, and which was a bit of a shock, and Jared Wallace to the Dolphins. Uh, our games, sorry, we re-signed um, Clark through to 25, Tino through to 26, Bowie to 26, Jojo to 25, Sam Mack to the end of this year, and Phil Sami to the end of 24. And um, our gains, Jacob Alec, Kieran Foran, Chris Randall, Aaron Shoup, uh, Joe Stimson, Sam Verrills, and Tom Weaver. Hey, I thought we had Tom Weaver. Did we have Tom Weaver last year? They must be talking yeah, about hey, promotion. Yeah, top 30, yeah. guys. Yeah, right. Interesting. Yeah, so... Um, some, good, some good ads there, and, like, the the, 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 the losses, like, there's not one one player there, maybe apart from Maju, but there's not one player there that you look at and you go, damn, the one that got away. Yeah, spot on. It's... The losses, not not really much at all. Um, Marju, as you said, would probably be the pick, but um, in a telling sign, he hasn't been even picked for Newcastle's 22 or 23-man squad this week. So um, read into that what you will. And um, I think then the only other loss is, well, if you're going off 2021 form, Corey Thompson's a de- decent depth winger, but... Um, yeah, other than that, happy with the losses and um, gains-wise, yeah, Foran, Beryls and Shup, probably the three um, three big ones. And uh, I think they all, all strengthen the exact positions. Yeah, just yeah, right. awesome. yeah. how, do you, how do you pronounce it? Is it Shup or is it Shup? I, I must admit, I don't know. I feel like it might be even Shop. Hello? Might even, be, might even be an answer, so... I uh yeah I'm not definite but it's it's one of the three anyway. Hmm, that's it. Um, just just real quickly for me, I, I'm kind of I'm not upset but I'm kind of annoyed because I thought he had some pretty decent form at the back end of last year, but you know he was on decent money for the two years he was here and uh, probably running around the same so. Losing him at the end of the day isn't a big loss. Um, but just to touch on our the gains, this is probably the first time in a long time I could say that I'm happy with everyone we've signed. Um, you know, Kieran Foran, you know, fits one of the puzzle pieces we've been missing. Uh, Sam Farrella's big puzzle piece we've been missing for years. Aaron Shroop. You know, Gun Senna, Young, Raw has all the potential in the world. Um, Joe Stimson, not many people put much on him, but uh, I think with someone like Joe, you know what you're going to get from him, which is just a hard-working guy and kind of reminds me a bit like of um, Brian Simpkin, if that name rings a bell for any of you boys. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, yeah. Nothing flashy whatsoever, but you know, every game you're gonna get a 
good head out from him. Uh, and then Chris Rayner, obviously letting Marge go to the Knights to get Chris in. A lot of people were questioning why we did that. And I understand why to some extent, you know, especially with the running meters Marge makes. But I think what people aren't looking at from a broader perspective is one of our biggest issues for the last two years is good depth at the nine. Yeah. And we have that. You know, Chris, Chris isn't what Sam is, but I would be a lot more confident going into the game with Chris Randall than Aaron Clark or Tana Boyd at night. Um, and the biggest thing of Marju was for everything he did in attack, his defense was shocking. So it's sort of like, you know, it just sort of didn't work out too much. But um, yeah, it is what it is. And, I'm just pleased with who we've got, who we'll let go, and um, got a couple of big boys off contract this year, but hopefully they get get all sorted out soon. Yeah, no, that's a good yeah. point you bring up about, um, you know, usually with the additions or the gains list, it's sort of a few in there where just, you know, you're scratching your head and you think, oh, it's just a, it's just a depth signing. But um, the one that, was like that for me was Stimson when we signed him. But as we touched on earlier, like the, the way he performed in the trials in, in the middle front row um, was, was unbelievable. So he, he could end up being a very valuable signing. Um, and yeah, on top of that, the, the additions are probably the big ones for me. Like we've locked up everyone we wanted to at the moment um, for pretty long term, you know, like, Tino, 26, Bowie Fermore, 26, Jojo, 25. Uh, fingers crossed, David Fafita might be joining that that list soon, but who knows, according to, to Pete Bedell. Yeah, I didn't actually read that article because, you know, screw him. I hate Pete Bedell. Yeah. But uh, look, there's, it's always, you know, start of the year, times are looking all right. Let's just put some inflammatory article out in the media, just to sort of put a put a you know poke the hornet's nest. Oh, hundred percent. I can't see him wanting to go back to Brisbane and play under Kevy after so many people like look at them. They're all just like they're, they're beating themselves over the over the heads with a stick to try and get out of there. Yep. No, hundred percent. I I don't know. I I tend to think it's a definitely a media beat up, but um, I guess the only thing. He, you know, he did. He did never want to leave Brisbane. I guess, um, you know, we had to throw the kitchen sink just to get him out of there. But um, I can't see why. Um, it sounds like hopefully Canberra are out of the race. But um, apparently, according to the article, we had a had a meeting with him yesterday, and both us and Canberra are hoping for an answer, sort of before kickoff on Sunday. But whether we'll get that, especially if Broncos have come in late, maybe not. But um, yeah. yeah, fingers crossed. It's just a, a typical uh, career male beat up uh, to try and um, yeah. yeah, try and throw the Titans off, like you said. Yeah, but overall, a pretty good off season and um, trials all done. No injuries, as we said. Everyone looked good. 
and we got the Tigers round one, which we'll look at a little bit later. But you sort of couldn't ask for a better round one than than the current Spooners. So looking good. talk about what we think um what we think that the year how the year's going to pan out so what I, I think we should do is uh come up with our premiers our daily m for the year um who wins the wooden spoon and where we think the titans will finish which is the all important one um who wants to go first with the premiers who who's going to win and why I'll let you uh, take the take the reins, take the uh, first hit up off the kickoff, Tommy. Uh, yeah, right. I ever last time I did that, I got a broken collarbone, but that's oh, me too. <laughs> me too. Would you believe the exact same thing? <laughs> oh shit! Back, I know you can't. Ah, oh, so I mean, in an ideal world, the Titans would be the premiers, of course, but. I, I think I think it's it, that's a hard one because Panthers have lost a lot of players that you know are, were important to them. Brewsters are obviously always going to be in a conversation. Sharkies, I don't know if they're Premiership material quite yet. Um, oh, I'm just going to say Brewsters. I just I just look at what they've got now and. I think this is going to be a big year for all involved. You know, you've got Brandon Smith at the club and, um, you know, obviously you've got the whole big thing of uh, Dominic Young going in next year. Um, Spencer Wenyu from the Panthers supposedly going in next year. So there's going to be a lot of guys there that are trying to play for their futures, I guess. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really have a reason. Other than that, I just I just got a feeling about the Chooks this year. I think they'll get get at them and the Panthers dominance. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Panthers will win. No, I think I think Coruscant will be a be a big loss for them and oh kick out as well, but yeah, mainly Coruscant through that that middle third. Yeah. yeah. But um What about you? What about you, Anthony? Who are you tipping for the for the flag this year yeah oh there's a, there's a few options but to be honest they're probably probably not as many options as last year like sitting here last year i was probably a little bit more confused but um i guess it's weird to say but some of the some of the top teams are sort of um as tommy alluded to taken taken a bit of a hit um we've obviously talked about penrith and melbourne have lost you know uh, three sort of passed it forwards, but they're um still still experienced uh, veterans of their pack that's sort of been a part of the storm system forever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I was either tossing up the roosters as well, but I think looking at their trial and once again it's only a trial, they might might take a little bit of time to gel. So whether they can turn it around and um sort of figure it out quick enough. But uh my my one, a bit of a smoky that not many have said, I think South Sydney are pretty uh 
pretty prime this year. Like they they've had barely any changes to their seventeen. Um, Latrell, if he can have a full year, Cody Walker, if he can have a year like twenty twenty, uh twenty twenty one, I think. Sorry, um, Alex Johnson will score a Brazilian tries. So I think their bench is a little bit weak, but if they can figure that out and um, do what Souths do best, I think they're probably my my pick for premiers. Yeah, right. That's uh, yeah. I haven't heard too many. I, I, I yeah. I got a few question marks on on Souths. I don't know. You know, can Latrell stay on a park for a full year and not get himself suspended? Um, same with Cody. Can Cody stay? Interested for a full year? Yeah, yep. Very true. Um, Very true I like I like I like their back line, their forwards still don't impress me, but yeah. Someone's yeah. gotta win it. That's it, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that's you, true. Can, you can make a case for nearly everyone, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well I'm I'm going a little bit of a smoky too and it's um I I don't know why I'm I'm choosing them because I, I to be honest I don't really rate like I I I don't see a standout this year like Penrith have come back to the pack a bit without Appy Appy's a huge loss um, I think the Roosters with the cheese there he hasn't played a full season at nine yet he was really good coming off the bench or starting at nine with Harry Grant coming on I I, I just don't know. I just, I just, I'm, I'm worried about him playing a full year at nine, and you know how that, how that looks, and and how he, how that plays out. So, and and South, I've already sort of mentioned my, my concerns there, and, and Sharks, we just don't know what we're going to get out of Nico and 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 um and and sexy young Matt Moylan this year. So, to me, I, I really, I'm. I'm I really think the Cowboys are a really red hot shot of getting in there. They'll be there or thereabouts at the end of the year, and I think an extra year of Dean um, and and um, um, Lego Man, what's his name? Um, I've just gone blank. But yeah, um, I think a year of them together. Hey, Townsend is it? Townsend, that's it. Yeah, Lego here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chad and Chad, Chad and 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 um, Dean together, and and Val just Val just come alive. He, it's the second coming of Val last season, and I just really think a, another full year together that unit. I, I'm expecting big things like Tulangi. All these guys that got state of origin experience um, last year are really going to step up, and I, I, like no one's talking about it. No one said dick about them all year. And I just I, I I have them I, I rate them and I think they're gonna put a lot of people um they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make a lot of people uh take notice of who they are this year. So that's my smoky and that's that's yeah. Yeah, hey, it's not it's not a bad call. A lot of people seem to be thinking they'll drop sort of down towards the bottom of the eight, which is always possible, but yeah, when you look at they're they're a similar one to the what I was saying about South. So really, their squad hasn't changed uh, dramatically this year. So um, I I can't see why not. Their their backs are really good. Drink water. He sort of come alive at the middle of last year. 
Uh, halves, yeah. if they can be the same. Forward pack's not too bad. Can Nenai, you know, will he have second-year syndrome? Hopefully not for uh, Queensland's sake. But um, <laughs> I think similar to Souths, where I said I think their bench is a bit weak. Cowboys bench. Yeah, the Cowboys bench. Wow. What is that? Yeah, it is a bit average. But. It all, it all depends on the health of their starting, starting 17. Yeah, spot on. But, you know, you only have to be healthy and you only have to be informed at the end of the year. Like, if you can just scrape your way into the top eight, you never know. Yep. And yeah. I think Thirsty, like, Thirsty played fullback all year. He he was really good last year. And I, I think he'll come come alive. And just having those combinations with Val in the centre, I don't yeah, I just the other reason why I'm picking them is because I just I can't put my name down like Parramatta are done. I I can't like Penrith are obviously the best team in the comp still, but I think losing Happy is going to be huge. I just I don't rate the Roosters as much as everyone's given them, and South I'll never trust South, so why not cows? Yep, fair yeah. enough. All right, moving on. Who are we who are we picking for the Dalian? Who went first last time? Tommy did. So Anthony, who you got for the Dalian? Oh yeah, I think um, it's it's hard as obviously a lot of great players, and Dalian isn't always the um, the best player, so to speak. Like uh, you know, Nico Hines, fabulous fellow, fabulous player, but um, you probably wouldn't have him as your number one player in the NRL. So it's not always the like best player, but. Um, I'd have to go, as you said, losing Coruscant. I'd have to go Nathan Cleary, a bit of a safe bet, I guess you could say. But surprisingly, he still hasn't won a Dally M, even though he's, you know, best halfback in the game and all of the, the hype and everything around him. He's sort of been losing points because of playing in a superstar yeah. team. But I I look at it this year, you know, Coruscant gone, Kickout gone. Um, that's that's two less guys to give the the three two one to every week. So, yeah, I think Cleary, but um, yeah, I'd say either him or yeah, maybe maybe Cody Walker if my South's uh, South's predictors is, is right. Yep. So you you got to pick one. So who who are you putting your money on? Yeah, I'll put me put me uh five bucks instead of uh buying a meal today. I'll uh, I'll put it on Nathan Cleary. Right, Cleary it is. Tommy, um, it, it's a it's obviously a very safe bet to go with Nathan Cleary. Um, you know, and now for are you calling call Anthony a coward? Well, wow, first episode back and we're starting like this. Unbelievable. No, no. I want me pay raised. I'll uh, give you a 100% pay raise, Anthony. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> Your words, not mine. Yeah, um, you're very safe. Um, and I'll be, like I was saying, like the loss of Coruscant, he will have to step up a bit more. Um. But I'm going to go unorthodox. I'm going to go away from the grain. For me, if the Cowboys start to have a big year again and to go that one step further, I'm backing Tama Lolo to get his second daily M this year. I think his form last year turned a big corner 
by Simon Page and sort of stuff out. He's obviously one of the best front rowers in the game. And I think this year, having lost that preliminary against the Eels at Townsville, I just got a feeling we're going to see Tama Lowley go up to another level. I think what he will do for the Cowboys will almost replicate what he did. I think it was in 2017 when he last won it. Yeah. Um, I think we will see that standard or very close to it to the point where he wins the Daily M Player of the Year. Um, yeah, that's, that's how I'm going to go with. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Uh, for me, I think it's someone who we know is regarded as one of the top three players in the competition, but he rarely ever gets talked about um, in these sort of awards. And you think about his his career recently, he's pretty much, when he's on, the, the, his team is unbeatable. And to me, I think Cameron Munster wins the Dalian this year. Yeah, I'd love to see that. He's due, he's due. I think he's he's just his career arc has been building for this. And, and even though I don't rate the Storm to, to win the Premiership, because you know they're always going to be there, they're always going to be a threat, they're always going to be good. And I'm just I, I would I would not be surprised if Munster has an absolute corker of a year after after all the contract. Um, um, uh, you know, negotiations being played out in the media and Willie won't he, you know, he's turned down $1.5 million, however many million dollars to play with to play with the, the Storm and, you know, Bellamy staying off for one more year and uh, it just, it's something, something's going to happen in Melbourne and I don't think it's going to be the Premiership but I think someone's going to have a breakout year and it's going to be someone like Cam Munster, so that's my my pick for the Daily M. Yeah, no, it's not not a bad pick, and it's it's amazing, as I said with Cleary, how some of these great players that you would think would be locks over the years haven't won a Dally M or haven't haven't been top three, or you know, you think your Clearys, your Munsters, even going back to I think Lockyer never won a Dally M. Like it's amazing. Uh, with greatness, it doesn't always come a Dally M. So could be anyone. Yeah. For Patino. And, yeah, hopefully. Could be. Could be, but I mean, it, see, with Tino, see, the, the thing is, yeah, he's just got to cut out all them fucking errors. I hope he cuts out those errors this year. Hopefully, the team the team is lifted around him and he's not trying to do everything. Yeah, spot so, Yeah. Um, now, for the spoon, I'll go first to this one. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty easy for everyone to pick this. Uh, and, and, Call me a coward because I can't see anything else. But Tigers finished 16th last year. The only way is up for them. And I think they're still going to finish 16th. <laughs> but the, uh, the Dolphins will finish 17th this year. Yeah, I, I'll be yeah. surprised if the Dolphins win more than four or five games. Yeah, I could say that aging squad, that it's, it's a very makeshift squad regardless. Like, like, there's always the case to say, oh, they've got Wade Bennett, but I don't know if even he can save this Dolphin side. <laughs> like, no. they missed out on Munster, they missed out on Ponga, Fafida, from 
Afrofreak I'm saying doesn't want to go there. Um, oh, Tino, Tino turned him down. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's an interesting um, season for Lemon. It, it's a very uh, good choice to go with the Dolphins because realistically, there's nothing really there that impresses you. Like, it's not that one player, but you can go, but you can look at it and go, oh, shit, you know, that's, that's a good player. You know, they can do whatever it takes. Um, for me, I'm just going to go with Dragons. I just don't like the Dragons whatsoever. They're, you know... I can't explain. You don't. You don't think it. Benny Hunt can. You don't think Ben Hunt can strap him onto his back and drag him to at least four or five wins. <laughs> Look, I rate Benny a lot, <laughs> and you know I never, and I always want to see him do well, but I'm just not convinced whatsoever with this dragon side. Oh yeah, I totally agree. Because I just I just look at them and besides Ben Hunt, realistically, their fullback is probably Salone, who is yeah. young and he was again trials, so you can't go too much. But he was not great, and even last year he got dropped. Um, their six was meant to be a Mone, but he is now out with the hero incident. Um, and I've got Paul Turner going there and I've got that Jamie Sullivan but again both young both haven't played a lot of games and then you've got Jacob Little at nine who I was dreading we were going to sign as the nine and you know the four packs just I can't I'm not excited like there is nothing about the Dragons I look at and go, oh, shit, yeah, you know, they can definitely win it more than, you know, the 16th place team. Like, you know, and if Ben Hunt gets injured, they're done for. They're well and truly done for. So. Yeah, nah, fair enough. That's a good, that's a good shout. I, I am very sceptical about the Dragons, but I don't think they're going to. I mean, I think they'll at least beat the Dolphins twice. And they're, they're just that side that when they get that roll on, when they get that, they just get that roll where they're playing okay footy and they just turn up for each other and then it gets towards the end of the year and someone will get charged with rape or whatever. And, and then, you know, there's another you know, there's another one that's, that's buys the dust and their season derails. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they've lost that Francis Milo, I think, for a little bit now. Oh, or... yeah. Yeah, too, like, Get yeah. somebody who loves you as much as Francis Molo loves being in jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, six months ago, I had Knights as a lock for my spoon. Um, Adam O'Brien under pressure. You know, it's te- tends to be one of those teams with, you know, they're gonna, their coach is going to be gone four weeks in. Hopefully it's not us. Um, but I think Hastings and, Lockie Miller, you know, doesn't move the needle that much, but I think they'll probably finish, you know, around the 15th, 16th mark. Um, Dolphins, I can see, as you said, I don't, I I did the ladder predictor, which is obviously nearly impossible at this stage until, till the ball's kicked off. But um, 
I had them yeah, winning about three or four games as well all year. But um, I'm with Tommy. I think my tip now would have to be the Dragons. They just – it's hard because their team list – sorry to all Dragons fans, but their team list has been shit for about three years. Like, there's not many players you'd sign besides Benny Hunt if they come on the open market, which I think Gordy Tallis or, or someone said on radio. Um, but – yeah, they some somehow find a way. Like I don't know how they finished tenth last year. Like they were miserable. Well, for they were in the eight. Before. They were in the eight for quite some time, and then yep. then they just weren't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just dropped out, but they still finished like three wins higher than the you know the eleventh place team. But I don't know how they do it. But I think yeah, I, I just think this year is the one where they just don't don't make the impossible happen. I, I reckon they'll. Uh, Finish with the spoon and and Hook will be gone by, you know, sort of May or June. No love for Griffin Ball. No. No. <laughs> no, no that's not, it. not here, but could be proven wrong. Yeah, that's just Okay, well, this, this, I'm going to put this on you now because um, I, I just, just something I thought of. Who do you think is the first coach sacked this year? Yeah, I think... It's a toss-up between, as I said, I think my prediction is Hook will be gone by, yeah, sort of around six or seven. But, um, yeah, I'd say it's out of him, O'Brien, or, God, shoot me shoot me in the foot now. But if we're around 10, you know, coming into the origin period and we're, you know, two from 10 or something like that, honestly, you'd, ha- you'd have to put Holbrook's name in that as well. Um Hopefully it doesn't get to that, so I'll, I'll put me money on uh, Hook Griffin, but hopefully we're not uh, in these discussions. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be Adam O'Brien. I think there's a lot of pressure on the Knights to do well now. Um, you know, yes, the squad isn't that flash hot, but, you know, considering they made the finals two years ago and they biggest loss since then I think has been Mitchell Pierce. Like um yeah. If they're not in the top eight or very close to it by round ten, I think he's gone. Um you know, and I, I do think as well, I mean I might be reading into it too much, but losing Dominic Young already, you know, young kid has all the potential in the world, you know, I don't know if his him leaving has any say into it. Again, might be reading into things, but yeah, Adam O'Brien's my tip. Yep, good good choices. I am going a little bit left field. I am expecting Para to have to fall off the face of the earth this year. Maybe not fall off the face of the earth, but I think they'll be sort of struggling around the struggling to be you know, making an eight. And I wouldn't be surprised if Brad Arthur gets the flick. Wow, big call. I, I'm with Bad you. Adam. I actually, not that we're doing ladder predictions, but I, I do have Para falling out of my top eight, you know, sort of mm-hmm. around ninth or tenth. So I just I just think Marnie and Papali'i, big, big losses. And yeah. sometimes when you make a grand final, you lift yourself that high. It's hard to... Uh, Hard to back that up again. You it, it can go two ways. They can either, you know, use that 
loss as a motivation to go the next step or more often than not, I think teams come crashing back down. So, um, yeah, it's a weird one, Brad Arthur. Like, I would have agreed with you a few years ago, but I think maybe the grand final last year buys him until next year, maybe, but never say never in the NRL. Yeah, but, like, I understand that, but they've had, like, literally zero success. Under him, like that, that was it five years ago. They said they were going to win, well, 10 years ago, they said they're going to win two premierships in five years, and they still <laughs> haven't. Like, that this is the first time they haven't been dusted in straight sets. I just and, they, and their roster got considerably worse. I just, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I just don't see that. I mean, I, I, I think the safe bet is obviously Hook, O'Brien, and, and possibly Barrett, but Smokey is. Is Arthur. Yeah. All right. So that takes us to the big one, fellas. All right. We've been pussyfooting around with these other ones. Where do you see the Titans finishing this year? Give me a, a, a broad, like, say, a, from, you know, a, a range of, of positions from, you know, a three, three position sort of slot. Righto. Yeah. You go, Tommy. Uh, yeah, take the hit up again. Um, I'm just looking at who... I, I'm just having a quick look at who finished above us in a eight last year. and I, I do think we can definitely make the eight again. We have the squad to do it. We have the experience. We've fixed the puzzles, pieces that we needed to fix, which is the best thing. Um. I've got us finishing between 7th and 10th. I think Dragons, you know, because this is from last year, Rabbitohs and Raiders finish, finished 7th and 8th. Then Broncos and Dragons finished 9th and 10th. And then Sea Eagles and Bulldogs were just above us. Raiders, you don't know what you're going to get with them. Um, Brisbane... You know, there's massive wraps for them to do well this year. We saw last year how quickly the football can change. One minute you're in the top four or five, next minute you're not in the finals. Uh, Dragons, again, don't see them doing too well. Manly, you know, have potential to do well, depending on how they go with Seabolt. Um, Bulldogs, I don't think they're top eight material quite yet, but I think they'll definitely test bigger signs. Um yeah, I, I just I think seventh to tenth makes the most sense for me because we're not top four by any means. But yeah, we're we're definitely top eight um contenders and I think seventh to tenth is the most realistic possibility. Um Finding if we finish outside the top eight, I hope it's not like by six points. Like I hope it's genuinely like quite close to some extent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm, pretty much, I'm pretty much the same. I've got a seven to ten. I think they'll be playing meaningful games in August and September. Um, you know, and, and it's either going to come down to four and against or, or a, a, you know, a loss against the fucking. Tigers that we should have had, or you know, someone like you know, lost against the Dragons that we should have yeah. been by, or something like that. You know, it's going to be 
something stupid, something frustrating, but the signs will be there. There'll be market improvement from last year. Yep. I, um, I'm exactly with you boys, 7th to 10th as well. Um, you look at every prediction, whether it's Fox Sports or um, you know every other uh, Tom, Dick and Harry website, it's got us 13th, 14th, something like that. I, I just, I don't know if it's my bias. I just can't see how that, that happens and I hope it doesn't. Um, as you said, Tommy, a lot of teams getting better, whether it's the the dogs or the tigers, a couple of signings or, um, you know, but I, I just think, you know, I expect the Raiders to sort of drop out of the eight. I think, you know, they, they overachieved a bit towards the back end of last year and they're without Savage for the first couple of months of the season. Um, so I think they drop out and as, uh, as I predicted, I think Parra will drop out as well. So I think, I think, unfortunately, I'd go Broncos will probably sneak in. Um, and I, I think us will we'll finish around eighth, I reckon. Eighth or at worst ninth. So, um, fingers crossed a return to the finals, but it, it all hinges, you know, how we go. And it, I, I think, like you said earlier, Matt, I think it depends. Foran and Verrills, if they can keep themselves on the park, that goes a long way. And I think if they can stay on the park, both of them for let's say 20 games each, at least this year, I think, I think we finish eighth. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. A lot's going to come down to the health of Verrills more than foreign. I think foreign, his health issues are grossly overstated. We've, we also got the conditioning coach from Manly that's been working with foreign for the last two years and kept him on the park for two years. He's played, what, 40-something 40, 40 games in the last two seasons. So I'm not, I'm not overly concerned with the health of Kieran Foran. I'm more concerned with keeping Verrills on the park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah spot on, because, you, you know, not that we want that to happen either, but if, if Foz was to go down, um, I think, you, you know, you move, you you'd probably move. AJ slots straight into the half bays of five eights and you bring JC on into the fullback. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. I think that, that's it. Not that you want to move Brimo from one, but I think that that'd be a pretty pretty easy fix. Whereas if Ferrells goes down, God, you, you don't want to see Aaron, Knight, Aaron Clark at nine again. And um, so we would be have Chris Randall, with, who's solid, yeah. but it, it's not Sam Verrills where... You know, we just look like a totally different team when he was playing um, against the Dolphins yeah. a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, fingers crossed for a top eight finish, but uh, it all all depends. You, you never know what teams are going to be like, and I think Tigers are a bit overrated by everyone in the media. I think Coruscant. They always are every year, though. Like, they are. They are. They're, they're the media. You know, they're loved by the media. Sorry, Big T, but um, I just think they haven't got a good enough squad. Overall, they've got a couple of good signings, but their squads, yeah, still, still pretty ordinary. We'll so see, they might move up a we'll couple. See of that spots. in the preview, but yeah, yeah that's right. So, now nah, hopefully, fingers crossed. I'm no expert. I just love the game, but more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of rugby league or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. 
unique, affordable, and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's tees. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. All right, moving on to round one. Here we go. This is it. No more trials. No more talking shit. It is game day. The Titans have the last game of the round. 6.15 kickoff, New South Wales time at the dump. Um, like hard able. The Titans are lining up unchanged from their first, their second trial with the with the Dolphins slaughterhouse. Um, the AJ Brimson at fullback, Lofi and Jojo on the wing. Um, Aaron Shop was a shop or shoot shop. Uh, shop on the on the centres. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that mixed up. I keep seeing his name, and every time I go to say it, I get um, salt and pepper in my things like shoot shoot peru. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, that's just my stupid head. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Shop, Troop, and, uh, and Sami in the, in the centres. Kieran Four and Atana in the halves. In the front row, we have Jamin Jolliffe and Tino Fasumala Awi. Uh, Sammy Verrill's making his club debut. Oh, yeah, so is uh, Kieran Foran. Dave Fida. Bo Foymore and Isaac Liu. Now, the bench, this is we're going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Jaden Campbell's in the 14, Aaron Clark, Mo Fodawaker, and Joe Stimson on the bench. Um, I would go through the Tigers lineup, but who cares? They're just a bunch of scrubs. Uh, that back line is atrocious. Their bench is atrocious. Their forwards are pretty good, but um, really keen to see how they deployed Jaden Campbell. Um, it's going to be just interesting. So I just want to know how, how they run it. Whether whether they put Sammy Verrills on the bench for a bit and run Tanner at nine, JC at fullback. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I I still don't know what's what's going to happen there. Like in the trials, he seemed to come on somehow and sort of shift out to the left center for a little bit. Yeah. But... Um. Yeah, I I don't know how that works. Whether they expect him to just sort of float around the park, but defensively maybe put him at center. Uh, it's yeah. going to be interesting. But um, yeah, whether whether that's going to work out how they hope, I, I fingers crossed. But I I don't know. It's uh, it's it's pretty risky. Um, but yeah, I, I think as you said, Tiger's backline not not great. If uh if they don't run Lofi and and Phil Sami at Charlie Staines and Tommy Talao all night, I'd be very shocked. Um, yeah. yeah, I think from memory Charlie Staines isn't isn't the greatest defensive positioning winger. So, um, well Ferraris aren't known for their stopping power, mate. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So especially when they're in reserve grade, I think most of the last year. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So I think Lofi, I'll I'll get him for a double. I reckon he'll uh he'll have a pretty good start to his uh Titans career. Um, but yeah, other than that, I you know, although I was happy with Brimo at six, I think him at one is never a bad thing. That's that's even better. Um, he's just safe as houses back there. He's a he's a superstar. But um, you know. It's forward pack looks strong, ours does, theirs does as well, like you said. So the forward packs will be, you know, 
pretty even both sides, but I, I just think we've got enough class, hopefully, to compared to them that we can uh, take advantage. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, how good is it? Like, you boys, like, Lofi and Jojo on the wings, it, it reminds me of the good old 2010 days of Davey Mead and yeah. Kevin Gordon on either wing. Is, yeah. is it just me? A couple of local boys. Couple of local boys, just and they're going to be fan favorites. You can just tell already, like, yeah, yeah. No, so I think, yeah, no, I'm very excited to see how it goes. But I think, you know, judging off the Dolphins' trial, whether that was them being terrible or us being good or a bit of a mix of both, um, Verrills at nine seemed to straighten things up um, and just work a lot better than obviously last year. Um, and I think Aaron Clark coming off the bench is actually a good thing. I think Liu can just take that crap in the first 15, 20 minutes and then bring Clark on and, you know, his little short, sharp steps around the middle will be a good thing. So, um, yeah, and I actually Fonte like that. Bench. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of our bench. Um, obviously, 14 is a bit of a question mark, but um, Clark and Fodawake are coming on to replace probably Liu and Tino, that's uh, that's very bloody strong. And, yeah, so I think, yeah, all signs looking good as long as uh, I think Kieran Foran, as I said, he'll be having a hopefully a field day with um, Pereira and Sami on that left-hand side. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much it. Everything I had to say, Anthony, I think. Yeah. Um... I'm just really excited to see AJ back as the one. I think, like we all said, I think at the back end of last year, his form at number six did improve significantly. But at the end of the day, AJ at one, that that is his best position. That's where he, you know, will probably be for the rest of his career. Um, and yeah, I I can't really pinpoint anything else. But I'm super excited about like I'm just excited to have football back, have the Titans back. And this is the first time in a long time where we've had a shit year. And coming into the next year, I'm actually really excited. I'm actually hopeful um, of what this club could do this year. You know, it's very different from last year's. We've upgraded on positions that were let go last year. Um, you know, like like you said, Anthony, you know, Jojo and Khan on the wings, Dave McMead and Kevin Gordon, um, you know, Aaron Shoup and Philip Sami in the centers, both strong boys, both very good. Um, and I think the positive now is with our back lines, all four, all four of them have to earn a spot because you've got Brian Kelly, um, who dropped off form last year, but we know what he can do on his day. Uh, you've got Tony Francis coming through. Um, my personal favourite, Tremaine Spryce, back at the club. Um, yeah. So well done to him for, you know, after everything he went through last year. You know, really happy to see him back. But there's spots there for those other guys if they really pushed themselves. And then the halves are probably the only question mark only because of our depth. Like, at as long as Kieran Foran stays uninjured, we should do fine. Um, 
because you've got Toby Sexton and then Tommy Weaver both there as well if need be. Uh, the forward packs are solid. Um, if uh, Hopefully they can go better from what they did last year, especially in the middle. And yeah, the bench, I've got no complaints. Yeah, I really have no complaints about this side. And that's yeah. such a rarity to say about the Titans, especially the last few years. Yeah, yeah, spot on. It's yeah. yeah, we've always had you know one or two question marks, and I think if you compare, you know, round one side last year to round one side this year, we've yeah, if you it's it's unbelievable the difference. Um, yeah. Whether that's enough. I mean, we have Will Smith, Kevin Proctor, um, Wallace, Herman Sasa, like yeah, yeah, no, exactly, but yeah. yeah. We got to win this one, like you know. I know, I know that's just probably putting the jinx on straight away, but you look at our first two weeks, Tigers and Dragons. You couldn't ask for really a better a better start to the year, um, yeah. on paper wise. So if we're not two and zero, it's going to be really really disappointing because after that, you know, I think we get Melbourne at home, uh, Melbourne at Seabus. Then I think Cowboys in North Queensland and then Brisbane in round five, I think, from memory. So they're three tough ones following these opening two games. So, you know, obviously we'll talk about next week, next week, but uh, I think you, you we've got to start this season 2-0 to, um, you know, if we want to be taken seriously. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think I'm really looking forward to, as you said, Anthony, um, Sammy Verrills was straight in the forward pack up. He just he brings he brings the forwards into the game so much more cleaner and, and crisper crispier crisper crispy yeah um, than, than what we've had like Aaron Clark last year just yeah the service the forwards and the halves were getting last year was just dog shit and I'm really looking forward to how to Sam Verrills taking control of this young forward pack and steering them around the park and getting who he wants onto the ball, when he wants it on the ball, and giving it to them where they need to be. And that coupled with four and steering, steering them around the park, and Tanner Boyd with a bit more confidence, really happy with well, – I'm really looking forward to that. And um, and the bench, as we said, the bench rotations, Aaron Clark coming in to fill in that 13, and then you just rotating Stimson and, 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 and Co. and Mo off, you know, around that other front row, and Tino probably playing 60-odd minutes. Um, like, yeah, this this tiger side, yeah, I don't know. Like, it'll be. I don't want to say that it's, it's must win straight away, but like, it's something you'd circle in the you'd circle this game at the start of the year when the form, when the draw comes out and goes, yes, we're winning that, yes, we're winning dragons, and then we see where we go. So, who knows. Fingers crossed. Titan 13 plus. Oh, <laughs> getting in early. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next week, too, we're going to have a little bit of a, um, in our reviews of the games, we'll have a little bit of a new addition. So um, keep an eye out for that. It can make the year a bit more interesting and hopefully the, the players play along with us too. And yeah, we'll see how we go. But uh, you guys got any more thoughts on, uh, on round one? 
No, just hoping uh, hoping for a solid thing. Obviously, even though the, the two, I guess you could say, easier games to start the year, they are away games. So it's yeah. pretty tough two weeks in Sydney to start the year. But, you know, I, I'd take that, you know. I'm not a professional rugby league player, so don't want to speak for the boys, but I'd take that as, you know, if they can leave with two wins in Sydney and coming back home to an understrength storm side at, at Seabus, you, you know, you'd take that every day of the week. So Yeah, you'd like your chances. Yeah, exactly. So um, fingers yeah. crossed, you know, we can get a win, get our tails up, get a Fafita re-signing news and... Um, get some momentum going. You you never know. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Awesome. Yeah, I just I just want us to play good football, get a win, carry that momentum into Dragons game, and um, yeah, like you said, Anthony, you never know what could happen, and we, you know, get a win over the Storm. All of a sudden, we've got confidence and got to play Panthers then, and we have our first bye. So, you know. Anything's possible, but yeah, the first. But look, honestly, the first two games, you know, as silly as it sounds, they are must wins to really stamp our authority that this is a serious football side. This isn't the Titans of twenty one, twenty two, where they let big leads, big leads go or lose games that were meant to win. Like this has to change, and what better way than West Tigers and St George, like. Yeah, take him. Agreed. All right, Anthony. Have we had any Twitter questions? We got the we got the call out a bit late today, but anyone anyone respond? Yeah, yeah. I've uh, yeah, as you said, a bit late this week, but I've been uh, I've been called into the coach's office and um, you know, given it given a spray for me um, for me poor form. So I'll, I'll promise I'll be onto it a bit earlier next week for everyone. We do it actually. Make sure you're doing extras all week. Oh, I'll, right, be doing, so you know. I'll be doing the beat test. I'll be packing up the cones yeah. tomorrow. So, um, yeah. No, I'll definitely try and get it out in the morning so we can, um, yeah, get get plenty of responses. But um, thankfully, uh, our loyal uh, loyal followers have come out in, in droves last minute. So, um, yeah, I basically just asked for, um, you know, any predictions or hot takes or, anything like that. I thought that was a good way to start the year, but um, first one, um, Paul MC, Paul Mack, uh, he says, Titans to finish eighth, uh, Khan Pereira to win Rookie of the Year and the Ken Irvine medal for top try scorer. And, um, I like it. Yeah, and Ooh. Brimson and Fermor to play Origin. I, I like all three uh, of those ones. Um, Brimson, yep. not sure, you know, depends with Ponga what happens there with his move to 5'8", but Firmore, I think, definitely. And, um, yeah, I don't mind Khan Pereira, Rookie of the Year. Uh, I think Johnston, probably my Ken Irvine medal from Souths, but uh, wouldn't be shocked. So what do you boys reckon? I like it. I think, yeah, I mean, we've discussed our position. I think we're, we're sort of, we're going to be in the mix for the top eight. I think Lofi has a big shout of scoring a lot of tries. He's down the left edge. He's got Firma, Sami on his inside, and I think Foran's on that side as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, that. I think our left edge has always been our best edge. 
and we've finally got um, some strike weapons. And Lofi is a tradition is a, is a genuine strike weapon. So I'm all for it. Like if if, if Lofi wins the Ken Irvine, we're easily top eight. Like that, yeah, and, and yeah, uh, I, 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 Benny. Oh, sorry, 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 Tommy. Uh, was it Billy Slater? I, I saw something in on the news recently. It was either Billy Slater or or um or uh, Gordon Tallis or someone was talking up both firm as something shocking. Like they're saying that they are expecting massive things from him this year. So. I'd be keen, and to be honest, he's, he is, he's, he just runs lines. He, he's, he does things that not a lot of edge forwards can do, and I'll be looking forward to it. If he plays Origin and Lofi is, is top try scorer, we're definitely in the top eight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the first two to the last one. Maybe not, you know, being an South Wales man, but um, <laughs> but uh, it, it would be good for Primo and Fermo to get back into Origin. Well, Primo, but Fermo to make his debut. And I, I think they are very good shouts. I think Fermo, you know, last year was more so for the experience of being at camp, saying what it's like. This year, you know, with, you know, Kafusa getting older and whatnot, I think it's definitely his for the taking. Um, obviously, he got his other second row partner there for feeder trying to get back into the Queensland side. Um, but Brimson, definitely, I see playing fullback, obviously, of Ponga moving to six. Um, AJ has a very big case, but we all know what you know the media is like with Ponga and whatnot. Um, and I really like the shout that Khan Piera can win Rookie of the Year and Ken Irvine medal. I really like that. Um, rookie of the year is a very big possibility because there's maybe two or three other guys I think could have a shout, but yeah, I, I really like that shout. And Ken Irvine, obviously, you've got Johnston and Arabados, like you said, and um, but you, you don't know with football, you just don't know what it will bring, so yeah, yeah, no, good, good shout, boys. I I guess um, Khan Pereira, I, I guess a lot of it hinges on, you know, if he plays like he did in the trials, it's a no-brainer. But I guess it comes down to whether uh, he, he stays in the team long-term or whether they try and ease him into this year. Maybe he gets dropped back if, you know, he, he's a little bit quiet for a few weeks. Who knows? So I, I think it's perfect to lead into our next question from It's Jesse B., um, he says, thoughts on the Brian Kelly situation once he's back. Does Semi drop out or will Khan Pereira be moved out for Semi and Kelly? Or does Kelly just lose out on his spot altogether? What What do you reckon if you were to give a prediction now? Uh, it, it all depends on if they're winning. If yeah. they're winning, then the team stays the same. If they're losing, then changes will be made. I, 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 like, I like BK. He's, he's been one of my favourites for a long time. But, you know, shit happens. We, everyone moves on. And if, if the team's winning, then I don't see a spot for him. Yeah, I have the exact same. And besides, it's up to Kelly to prove he wants to be back in. And 
the other guys are in a, you know, in a team, they've got to prove they want to be there. If they do their job and win, like you said, Matty, Kelly's just going to have to keep playing hard and Queensland Cup and hope he gets a shot again. But, you know, we're, we're at a point now where that has to be the stand. If you want to be back in the squad, if you want to stay in a squad, you've got to play good football and win. So, Yeah, no, I think he's nailed it. It, it all depends really on... If we're winning or losing, I think Holbrook's pretty much shown his whole whole coaching time with us that if we win, he rarely changes. Yeah, like most coaches, I suppose. If yeah. winning, why why bother changing a winning team? You know, it's it'd be pretty crazy unless it's um, you know, someone like Brimson or Tina or someone coming back. It's pretty hard to do. But um, yeah, that's why I thought it'd be interesting. I think. If Khan Pereira is scoring, you know, plenty of tries like like uh, we're all predicting, you'd be mad to drop him. But, um, you know, if he goes through a few quiet weeks, if we're, God forbid, on a bit of a losing run, you never know. He might might be dropped for a few weeks. But fingers crossed that's yeah. um, all just hearsay. So, um, yeah, I've got, got a really, really, really hot take, a um, bit of an interesting one from um, at SJC, Sammy. Uh, he says his his hot take is Jaden Campbell is moved in a mid-season loan to Cronulla or Melbourne once Keno Keeney debuts um, due to an injury. JC spends a couple of rounds in Q Cup. Keeney plays the remainder of the season in the 17 and JC is eventually moved in the off-season in a trade. Um, and he also says Titans finish between 6th to 8th. Wow. Big call, big call. That is, that is, that is wild. I like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate it. Like, I think we've got this sort of logjam there, that that sort of fullback role. Now you got AJ, JC, Keeney, and then you know all the, all the outside backs with Lofi and 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 um, Jojo and 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 um, Tremaine. There is a bit of a logjam of talent there. And they can't all play Q Cup forever, so. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, I'd hate to see Jaden Campbell play for Melbourne Storm. <laughs> yeah, that would be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, like we said, there's so much depth now, and especially at fullback. You know, AJ is going to be there as long as he doesn't get injured. Uh, we've got Kenny coming through, who we talked about so much already in this podcast, and. You know, such a electric kid, and that there is a very real possibility that not so much the loan, but very possible, real, very possible that JC is moved off in a off season next year. You know, yeah. and unless he is more than willing to stay here and play fourteen, you know, and he plays well there, I mean, that's the only realistic. Solution now for him, I think. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, boys. I, yeah, I've got, I got real concerns. I, I don't see a world, unfortunately, where we can keep JC. You know, it's, it's hard. Brimo, unless he was to absolutely fall off the face of the earth, which hopefully doesn't happen. And yeah, you've got him there at one. You're probably going to keep him there. You know, unless at the back end of his career he 
he moves to six again, but that, that's that's still years and years away. So then you got you know Keeney coming through, and who knows who's going to come up on the open market? Like it's a tough one. You you don't want to lose JC, but as you said, Matt, you can't keep them all. You you got to lose someone, yeah. unfortunately. And I I just think you know if gun to my head, if it was him or Brimson, you know it, at times JC has more upside with his attack breaking tackles and you know he can he can tear teams apart but if i'm looking at an all-round game you got to go brimo you know he's his defense is more solid he's a he's a bit of a bigger body he's you know you'd have to go him so i i think i think it's a big call i don't think keeney will i don't see a world where he becomes a, a cemented top 17 guy this year i think that's probably a year too early so i i don't agree with that 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 part of the hot take necessarily just because i think he'll sort of be a guy who maybe plays a few games towards the back end of the year but um i think looking at 24 that might be a possibility he comes into the sort of the, the 17 a bit more but um yeah i i don't think we'll, we'd let jc go in alone or a trade unless we got someone back, you know, whether it's yeah. another middle forward or something from Cronulla or Melbourne, if that, if that's your prediction, um, I think we'd, we'd want something in return, sort of like the, the Harry Grant situation and that. So, um, yeah, I yeah, don't think it'll happen, but I think, yeah, I, I think I see JC will be leaving, unfortunately, unless, unless we can somehow work a miracle. So, um yeah. that was that was, that was a that was a wild take that was a hot take that was that take was so hot it was almost as good as his uh seagull Titans jersey <laughs> that's it exactly yeah. yeah bloody legend no look that's that's that was, like, i would buy that jersey in a heartbeat yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. bloody great jersey but um yeah last i'm just going to join the two two Absolute favourites of the podcast, two stalwarts um, of our uh, our watchers. Uh, obviously, our good mate uh, Callum Malaki, as he's like to be called, um, and obviously Remy. Uh, I've missed seeing his tweets every week in the questions, but um, Callum reckons Joe Stimson will win the Dally M, and Remy says that uh, Kieran Foran is going to lead us to a grand final. So can't argue with either one of those, can you? Put it in a multi. Yep. The more you put on, the more you win. That's right. What's it paying? (laughs) 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 Well, Remy will know. Remy must be crying himself to sleep every night, losing Kieran Foran. Look, I've I've got a few Manly fans um, in my followers and that I follow. and, And a lot of them are like, look, we're happy for it. They're happy for us that we've got him. They're happy that he's getting paid and he's on the Gold Coast. He's not like living in some shit bum place like Newcastle. And um, they're, you know they're, they're all happy. They just want us. They, they they would be happy for him to be successful with us. And I know that deep down they really truly believe that. They all love Foz. They love Foz and they just want nothing for the best for him. And we want nothing for the best for him. Nothing but the best for him too. So that's it. The mutual. The love is mutual. Yeah. You know, and just real quickly, just that love that the Mealy fans still have for it. it. It's a great testimony to the hard work and the passion he's shown for Mealy. And 
you know, I think now looking at him at the Titans, you're saying the same thing, the same hard work, the same passion for the Titans. And as a fan, you eat that up. You know, you, you want those guys at your club and, you know, I'm so excited for foreign and, you know, you've got all these, you know, you've got all these people saying, oh, but he's 34, oh, but he's got an injury history outside of Manly. It's like, yeah, but it's different circumstances now. He's changed, he's matured. I want, you know, he's just spent two years, at, two, three years at Manly again. Like, and like you said, Matty, earlier, we've brought his, the conditioning coach, which has helped him stay in the field for the last few years. So it's like, he, he is going to be a massive signing. And this is something I said when we signed him last year and the whole thing about Fogarty and Titus regretted letting him go. What we will get out of Kieran Foran for the next two years on and off the field will be so much more significant for the future than Fogarty for the next four years. Like on field, he's going to be so much better. And off the field, you know, you've got this... Premiership wedding, um, international, Kieran Foran, helping Tana, Toby and Tom Weaver for our future. Like, that is, you can't buy that experience for those kids and they're going to have them for two years. So, yeah. I'm so excited to see Foran play. I think he's going to have a great two years with us. Um, and, yeah, I, yeah, I'm so gassed with him. Nah, spot on, Tommy. I think, yeah, it's a testament, as you said, the the love they still have because, you know, most players who leave the club, their fans are straight on there, straight on Twitter, straight on Facebook, bagging them out saying, well, we never loved you anyway. Um, <laughs> which Broncos fans with the Fafita rumours are desperately going back two years ago and deleting some tweets. Yeah, right. deleting tweets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, so, no, it is a testament to Foz. Um, and yeah, just just his professionalism and the, the feel he has around the club, it's obviously made a mark. So um, yeah, as I said earlier, he plays twenty games. Verrills plays twenty games. I can't see why why we can't be in there around September October time. So yeah, no, great signing by the club, and um, you know, I think a lot of the hate and confusion from you know neutral fans come from. Uh, I think a lot of people, even, um, you know, a couple of family members, they thought the deal was 700000 per year, which obviously yeah. is yeah. ridiculous. And I think we all would agree we'd be blown up if that was the case, no matter if he is uh, obviously a, a bright light, it would be way too much. Um, but, yeah, no, clearing up, it's, uh, I, it's three fifty per year, which... You know, for someone like Kieran Foran's really a, a steal when you look at it. So I think that's where the confusion come from. But now that we've got confirmation, I think, yeah, that's that's a great signing and you know, a, a bargain for the club. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Is that the uh, last one? Yeah, la- last one for this week. So uh, yeah, as I said, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hit the training paddock. Um, yeah, <laughs> get, into, get into some... Extras at training and uh, bloody sort sort me stuff out, especially now um, you've given me that hundred percent raise, Matt. So I'll um, <laughs> I'll send it out early next week. So yeah, make sure to send in your questions. Right, very good. All right, that'll pretty much do us uh, for this week. 
Um, hopefully we're talking to you next week after a 1-0, 40-0-something. Yeah, don't forget, you can interact with us. Hit us up on our our Twitter page, at Bad Life Titans, and you can find all of our individual Twitter handles there if you want to gronk out with us uh, on game day. And uh, don't forget our good mate, Big T, and uh, Sports Best Friends over there. Um, We haven't spoken in a few while, Big T. Hope you're well, mate. And, uh, yeah, look, Good luck this weekend, gents. I hope, you's, uh, hope, hope we have a good game. It's Sunday night. It's either going to ruin your weekend or, or make it. Let's uh, let's hope it makes it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Yep, up the Titans. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.